Uh-oh, it's a night of one-upmanship after Junior slam dunks nuts Andre. And the neighborhood takes part in Mischief Night, but Ruby, she takes the whole thing too far with the kids. Guys, we are in Episode 5 of Season 3 of Blackish. This episode is called The Purge. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Good head not always get it done. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, you like this? You feeling this? <laughs> I'm feeling Prince. This is Prince. How can you not feel right. Prince? Prince? Prince the Goat. Oh, Prince the, the goat. late Prince, of course. And uh, of course, it's all crazy in the neighborhood on Blackish tonight with a lot of things going on. Uh, the purge. The kids are so happy to get all that energy out. And then, of course, we got. Uh, the whole one-upmanship between Dre and uh, Junior. So, guys, hey, welcome to this episode called The Purge. I'm Stacy, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Stacy Newsom. That's S T A C E Y Newsom. And my co-host over here, Renaissance Man D'Angelo. I love calling him Renaissance <laughs> we still Man. Have not had that conversation. I know. We will. We will. Where I get that explained on what that is. <laughs> so, where can we find um, you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, but. Um, on Twitter, follow me at D'Angelo TV, D-E-A-N-J-I-L-O TV, and on Instagram at D'Angelo. Just the name. Real simple. Follow this man. This man's <laughs> renaissance man. And guys, while you're watching, make sure that you hashtag uh, AfterBuzz TV. Blackish, and don't forget to like and subscribe on any of the platforms that are available to you to follow us. That would be iTunes, Facebook, and of course the website AfterBuzzTV.com. Yeah, so <laughs> let's dive into it. Uh, very lighthearted episode, of course. It's a Halloween episode, right. and uh, not not too heavy. It was to me, it was a very traditional sitcom yeah. tonight. Yeah, it did feel uh, like a sitcom today. Very much so. Uh, Which is cool because the last couple of weeks they've been doing a little bit more thicker topics, so um, mm-hmm. it really brought it back for us. Yes. <laughs> So let's get down to it. Uh, this whole one-upmanship between Dre and Junior starts because uh, Dre and Junior are playing one-on-one, I guess, basketball, and and basically Junior just drops some nuts right on, <laughs> right on Dre's face. I mean, it's perfect. And, and then mean... he goes viral, goes viral, <laughs> and uh, he's embarrassed at the office. And then Dre's like, "Gotta get you back." I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, hey, as a as a as a baller myself, nothing more disrespectful than getting dunked on. Uh, so you got nuts in the face, didn't you? <laughs> no, Did, never, you never, never got that, nuts in the face. That. Come on, and no one will never know because guess what? There was no video, and that's the thing that like made it extra worse. Is not only did it happen, but everyone saw it. Everyone it saw viral. it. Yeah, so uh, his his little ego was definitely uh, bitten. Oh yeah, especially yeah. at the office where the guys could see it. Oh yeah, it's nothing worse. Like that's the action isn't bad. It's the the talk afterwards that makes it bad. It's like that extra. I mean, trust me, guys, don't stop. It's that extra hour to two hours yes. of reminding you and then next week and then the next day. You know, you got to wait. Either something bigger has to happen for it to go away or, you know, it just becomes a conversation forever. Oh, and it became bigger because Junior sent that box of nuts to the office. Which is to, freaking hilarious. To rub it in his face even more, <laughs> yeah. so to speak. <laughs> yeah. I feel like immediately after that moment, his voice just got deeper. His balls dropped a little bit. You yes. Know, he, he was feeling himself. So before we move on and talk about the, the, the fallout from that prank... Um, what do you think about Dre's and Junior's dynamic between father and son? Well, it's cool. Um, you don't you don't get to see that 
um, African American man and his son. You know, they're they're a quote unquote traditional household, which mm-hmm. is cool. And so uh, you don't always get to see that from African American, like on TV, from African American families in popular culture. So I mean, other shows you could think of is like the Cosby Show. Yeah. Or like um, I don't have to go as far back and do My Wife and Kids or like a lot of different shows like that. But it's kind of cool to have that constant. Uh, constant narrative going on through the show. Yeah, this their relationship seems a lot different to me than the traditional uh, father-son relationship, especially on sitcoms, because let's say with uh, Cliff Huxtable, mm-hmm. you know, he and Theo had a dynamic where, you know, Cliff Huxtable was the dad. Right. He was the authoritarian. You know, right. he, you know, was into the whole, you know, consequences thing, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, most dads on TV, you know, like going way back to say, like, good times, you know, James Evans, right. heavy-handed on the discipline. Yeah. And it seems like that dynamic is a little different between Dre and Junior. Like, you don't so much see the, you know, the authoritarian, like, you know, you do it my way or the highway. Yeah. It's more like, you know, they, they one-up each other, what trying to, like, I don't know, prove themselves to each yeah. other almost. Well, it's a good, it's a, that's a good point because I would say that's a narrative of TV shows today in general with fathers mm-hmm. is, is just a lot less of that Bill Cosby or uh, uh, Good Times. Like, authoritative father is much more of the goofy father. Yeah. And, like, um... I mean, I could think of a lot of shows, not just African-American shows like Modern Family or other mm-hmm. shows like that, where the father is just kind of like, I mean, they have like the the assertive side, but it's almost made fun of. Yeah. Uh, like, well, we don't take you seriously type. Exactly. Yeah, so and that's interesting. Do you think that's a comment on the way dads are today, modern dads are? Um, it's interesting. Uh, in popular culture, I think it, people find it far more entertaining right now to, mm-hmm. to betray guys, uh, fathers like that. Um, which you could you could have a really layered conversation and um, on on whether or not you know that's that is uh, fair if that's the right thing to do. But I think from this from the standpoint of uh, blackish, uh, it, he has layers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's not mm-hmm. he's not basic. But like uh, I think at the end of the episode, they really like summed him up as a character. <laughs> he's just a petty man. He's yeah. <laughs> really really petty. Um, it, it, it makes it for a great show. Yeah. All right. So after uh, Junior sends the nuts to the office, uh, Dre decides he's going to get back at him, teach him a lesson. By staging this fake funeral involving Charlie. Petty. <laughs> Petty. And I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, just the cut to cut the cut scene to the funeral. Like there was no explanation. There was no preparation. Yeah. It was like, a cut scene. And this is the, where the yeah. episode is very sitcom. Yeah. I mean, which was, I liked. I yeah, liked no, a lot. It was really funny. It was maybe one of the funnier episodes of this season. Um, and I think because I, I think we we both laughed out loud several times. Yes, um, especially with Charlie not knowing whether he's actually dead right. or not. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, another guy. Sure there's another guy that like does kind of reinforce some bad stereotypes about fathers. He's goofy here, you know. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that I mean, I just love that. I love the cut. I just love the writing of that. The cut scene. A lot. We're not going to explain. it. We're going to give it to you. Yeah. right there. And then we see it. And I'm sitting there for I don't know about you. Ten to fifteen seconds. Like okay, okay. When are they going to like be like ah Jk? Right. No, it drew out the entire episode. This entire joke, and it really showed how petty <laughs> he really is. <laughs> you know what was funny um, when they drew it out, and like now they've got uh, Charlie in the kitchen. You mm-hmm. know, dressed like a ghost and everything. And what didn't sit right with me, and then it was justified later was that okay why are they doing all this preparation on charlie in the kitchen like right. junior could come downstairs any second and right. see oh you guys right. are pranking me he's not really dead right but it was justified later because it turns out junior did catch right. him right which is a good little twist it yeah. got me that got me did you, did you see that coming or i actually did not know okay, yeah, well you know what i did i did you did you kind of saw it? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was just me i didn't see it coming at all. no it was um, a good twist and yeah, so then good. then they end up pranking dre right back 
Yeah. And what I like about it is that the siblings were kind of like, okay, we're going to go from pranking Junior to pranking Dad. Yeah, everybody was in on it. Everybody can't trust nobody in the family. Can't really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, that that was really cool. Um, Yeah. Well, how did you how did you feel about um, Diane? And it kind of seems to be a theme going out throughout the show, just like how she. And she's almost been dumbed down to just like this really evil like good little girl like how do you yeah. feel about her like yeah. now this well, season I, I did want to um, oh, say something that. before we move on to Diane yeah. though about yeah. uh, Marcus Schribner they did the flashbacks about every time that Dre, uh, Dre has pranked him and oh. I like seeing how much Marcus Schribner has actually yeah. grown up on this episode That's or a, on this show yeah and it's just been like two or three seasons you, you kind of tend to see that a lot of, uh, I, think, I feel like they find those guys that are the kids that are that age, and mm-hmm. like they right before the puberty really hits, um, yeah. But his voice is like deeper. Yeah, and, it's so yeah. funny. But if you watch it, you know, all along, you don't really notice it exactly. until they show the flashbacks. It's like, like you're growing wow. up with them, you know. It so is. It's, cool. it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, but back to Diane, mm. it looks to me like those two haven't really grown at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'd have to see some flashbacks with them to really see that. Mm. But yeah, Diane, she was enjoying Charlie's fake funeral a little too much fantasizing about it being real well they've always had a little dynamic yeah Uh, so that was definitely uh, a good little cut scene yes (laughs) and then we get on to the second storyline which was the actual purge for which the episode is named where um ruby she's all into this idea of instead of having you know like trick-or-treating or whatever to like like the movie the purge just let all the kids take out of their take out their aggression mm-hmm. and like all crime is like legal for one night in the neighborhood and it goes just a little too far yeah so what what did you think about her idea that hey you know what the kids are gonna grow up to be less aggressive people if we let them get it all out tonight well it's an interesting narrative i mean have you seen any of the purge movies I actually have not yeah i know what they're about yeah i mean the the movie is like actually kind of scary creepy because it's a like a very realistic narrative like mm. you know what i mean you can see the argument being made for it me personally i'm like obviously i wouldn't be for it but um it it like to i mean and to see in the to see it in the show obviously like they dumbed it down and made it goofy Mm -hmm. but um in general like the idea is just kind of like really intriguing and then like to see the kids kind of um uh, be so peaceful after yeah. I really do think something like that would happen like uh, what did uh, Ruby it was a joke but she said after the Watts riot like yeah. everything was so peaceful yeah, I, that was like I the believe that most yeah. peaceful day after mm-hmm. the the riots themselves yeah well the funny thing is it's like um, I forgot where I was going with this never mind <laughs> <laughs> well okay here's my Wait, question where, for where you where was I going uh, with that <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I have a help question us for you. out here would you if the world was like if we did have a purge right mm-hmm in, in in society, would you would you be what type of person would you participate? Okay, hide, leave the country. Would you do? Okay, so now your question has prompted what I was about to say. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> see, I have to. Yes, go. thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. So, I see parallels between the Purge and shows like, say, you know, these apocalyptic shows like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where society breaks down and you see humanity leaning towards more evil than being good. Mm-hmm. You know, so where, you know, you're like constantly trying to protect yourselves from other humans who have like gone rogue because it's okay to go rogue. Right. So when you get a situation like this where, oh my gosh, either I have to, you know, be a bad person to fit in or I die. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I can't even answer that question unless it actually happens. Those yeah. are one of those things you can't say what you'll do until you're in that situation. I yeah. would hope that I would be like, you know, that my true character is to be a good person right, right. but you you know you see on these shows the good people they always get it <laughs> they got you good and you gone <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I think I would um, I think every year I would save up money to be out of the country 
Mm-hmm. Like that would just be a thing <laughs> because I don't want I don't want to stay and like protect myself because something bad could go wrong. Yeah, I got a I got a wild mouth, so I might have pissed somebody off. They might want to kill me, so right. it might be time to go. You right. know, <laughs> I I couldn't see myself like just casually going up to somebody and offing them and feel good about it just because yeah. it's legal for one night. You yeah. know, yeah, I can't see myself doing that either. Yeah, and Diane, she was enjoying that a little too much. Like that is right up her alley. Yeah, it was so she, creepy. The girl had a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> She said, I'm about to make somebody homeless. Oh, <laughs> well, even um, even uh, Rainbow uh, had her moment, too. That was pretty good. Yeah. You know what? I think they're forgetting she's pregnant. She got pelted with those paint balls. Those things hurt. They haven't visited. Well, we haven't. Well, was that the last episode where we had the episode where they were uh, looking for the heartbeat and stuff? No, that was a few episodes back. Yeah, they yeah. haven't. They haven't really been. Uh, it's a sitcom, though. They'll, they'll probably I know, but she'll be nine months pregnant next episode. It hurts to get hit by paintballs. <laughs> have you ever been hit by a paintball? Uh, no, I want to go paintball. I haven't yeah, been before. They hit her in the stomach and everywhere. I'm like, whoa, there's a baby in there. Like, don't don't hit both. She wasn't in worried the belly. about. She's worried about her cashmere I white know, sweater. Right? I'm like, okay, they're forgetting Bo's a little pregnant yeah. here. <laughs> Writing flaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we've gotten to the point where we like to do predictions on this show. So uh, what are you predicting for the future of uh, the characters here in this season? Your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> uh, you know, that is my prediction. Before this season ends, Ruby will be far more pregnant than she has been these first five episodes. Oh, you mean Bo? Oh, Bo. Excuse mm-hmm. me, I said Ruby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bo will be, um, yeah. I just think that's gonna. Happen. I think we'll see the, the see the kid. I don't think we'll see her have the kid until the end, like the last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, they'll start doing a little bit more with that. And I need to say this just because I want it to happen. Where is Black Nanny? We're gonna we need some episode <laughs> centered around her because you know I'm a fan. I, I bet they'll bring her back after the baby's born. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I predict that uh, Charlie's going to spend the rest of the season thinking he's dead. <laughs> I'm joking. No, he's going to spend the whole season strapped to their ceiling. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I could really see that. Um, At least no. for the next two episodes. I know. That would, be up there. that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think just more hijinks, you know, with Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be maybe the focus of an episode coming up soon. And I think maybe this season we might get a little closer to finding out why Diane is so so diabolical. Yeah, she yeah. is so diabolical. Yes, yeah, that's a great word for her. She's very diabolical. <laughs> yes, she is like the human embodiment of Stewie from Family Guy. That's perfect comparison. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> who she is. Like intelligent, and then like you know, serial killer. Kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get like an episode of a day in the life in her head where everything goes the way she would like it to go. Oh gosh, That's that would be hilarious. That should have been a Hollywood episode. Right I know, <laughs> right? That would that would be great. So yeah, so looking forward to seeing more of the whole dynamic between uh, Dre and Junior as he grows up and they have to like, you know, find their way around each other, mm-hmm. you know, because like Junior's Junior's he's a grown up now. He's right. getting to be a grown up and like grown, a becoming man. a man. Well, and, they like each other now. I don't think we've ever seen them uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Because it, it's definitely been Dre, Dre Sr. bullying him most of the time. So I think he won Dre's respect tonight. Yeah, I think he did. With the balls to the face. Okay. If nothing <laughs> like nuts to the face, it'll humble you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, D'Angelo, where can they find you? You know, guys, you know, I'm on social. I am. You know, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just wanted to, I wanted to give him a little wind up there. Uh Hit me up if you guys have questions about Blackish or anything. Um, we'd love to hear your questions. We'll try to incorporate it on the show. But I'm at D'Angelo, D E A N J I L O, on Twitter and at D'Angelo, excuse me, at D'Angelo TV on Twitter and at D'Angelo on Instagram. 
Hey, wh- wh- how about you? What, what did they find you at? Oh, you can find me uh, in my apartment after I leave here tonight. <laughs> you can find me by the popcorn machine after the show's over. Ditto. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Stacy Newsom. That's S T A C E Y. All right, well, that's it. That's it. Guys, thanks for joining us. Follow us next week. We'll be right back here for episode six. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Nuts, Nuts in, in the, the face. face. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 